0: Off the ball, that was serious. He was furious. He wanted his net. Just won the World Cup, you won't let me clip a little panel of net. Subscribe now to the OTB Football Podcast. Stream wherever you get your podcasts, and download the OTB Sports app.
1: Andy Don, is full time here at the Viva Stadium. It's Ireland 35, Fiji 17. How did you enjoy the game?
2: Uh, It wasn't a classic, I would say, Um, but I enjoyed some of the parts, um, particularly I think how workmanlike we were in the first half. That's not huge on entertainment value, it's actually really valuable to see that this Irish team can mix it and can play a, a kind of a physical mundane workmanlike type of style and because uh, we've been really treated in the last few months to top quality rugby from them. Today was a bit more um, understated but uh, a, valuable, uh, a valuable game for, for the squad and for the management uh, overall. So not a classic but uh, it told us a few uh, important pieces of information about this group.
1: And it was quite a shaky start to begin with?
2: Yeah, quite a loose start. Um, there was a little bit of aimless kicking, actually. And, and again, I've, I've probably been critical of this, and, and many many people have of this, aimless box kicking from deep. Um, a poor one from Gibson Park and a poor crossfield kick from Carberry. Um, it really, I suppose, it, it set the tone for the initial five minutes. It looked like we were going to be quite fast and loose. Fiji capitalised on that and took the lead, and deservingly so was one of the better tries uh, that was created in the whole game. Uh, but somebody somewhere on that group, whether it was Furlong or, or Carberry or, or decision-makers on the field, clearly changed tack. After about five, six minutes, we, we stuck the ball up our jumpers and played a lot of rugby that was characteristic of the Joe Schmidt era, very workmanlike. Um, we, we held possession for long periods in the Fijian 22. We got one-out runners off Gibson Park who were just blunt force trauma and just... just running into contact, holding possession, recycling the ball, and and we ground them down for those two uh, tries initially, Nick Timoney scoring both, and I think Treadwell was denied a third by by, uh, TMO. So that really got us back into the game. It wasn't pretty to watch, but it was the right choice given the poor start we made.
1: And that's quite impressive in itself to be able to do that without the likes of Johnny Sexton sort of pulling the strings that way.
2: Yeah, they they really have... uh, grown as a group I think Furlong you, you interviewed him during the week about, about it, the surprise he had of being made a captain and he talked about the whole leadership group and the squad and how they've been given they've been empowered um, they weren't sure what Farrell wanted he said um, but they clearly are growing and I think they've been given that space to to change tactics on the field themselves I think it's a, it's a formidable combination when you've got a group that is, is now quite deep. You've got a group that has got a sense of of um, independence on the field to make the, the right call or to change tactical approaches. I love seeing that, I have to say, in any sports team. This Irish team have, have really grown into it, so yeah, uh, while it, like I said, it wasn't, it wasn't really entertaining. It's great to see that an Irish team, who have been known to, to be good entertainers in recent months, can go and do the dogged kind of dirty work and the less glamorous side of the game. Um, and they showed respect to Fiji as well by by realising they couldn't be too fast and loose, and they were going to be punished for it. So they were smart.
1: And talk about the strength and depth within this squad. So everything you were talking about there, maybe being versatile, being able to bring these lads off the bench, you know, some of them getting their first caps today. You know, it's important to have that, looking ahead to a World Cup. I know it's next year, but the preparation is now.
2: Yeah, I think there's uh, there's quite an impressive level of depth um, in terms of what's happening with the group. The, we look at the front row. We see uh, Tom O'Toole coming on at tight head today. We see... Um, Lockman starting uh, I think his first cap uh, and then last week we saw Bielham kind of come on and hold his own there, there's three props now who are holding their own in the international scene and it gives us that a, I suppose gives everyone a little bit of reassurance and confidence that we're not going to be overly reliant on Furlong and Porter and Healy should injuries happen obviously we want a fit Furlong like we want a fit Sexton and you know things going to happen in this game in the flick of a switch so Ideally, those fellas uh, stay fit. But, but it's nice to see that we're developing that strength and depth in the front row. And, and similarly, you look at the likes of Treadwell, who's been superb for Ulster. He's a big lump. He he adds something different to Ty Byrne, for example, a different type of player. And then you see the likes of uh, of Timoney and even the likes of Max Deegan coming off the bench. They're not all getting regular exposure, even in their provinces, for the for the, the crucial European games, for example. But Farrell's able, willing and able to give them a chance, and what he's—I think—what he's doing is, by construction and by design, he's—he's—he's he's, he's building a depth in the group by giving people opportunities, showing faith, and then they get confidence as a result. So, I—I I think it's just very smart from the whole management group that, you know, the—the the addition of those A fixtures, that those games down against the Maori in New Zealand over the summer, the—the—the. The, the, um, Just additional games, additional time in the squad, additional involvement for players. Um, We're suddenly looking at a a group that's really, really grown in strength and depth, and players stepping up to the plate at an international level does wonders for their confidence when they go back to the province too. So we really are in rude health, and uh, it's brilliant.
1: It is quite brave from Andy Farrell, maybe quite risky too. When there's players not playing as much with the provinces to be able to give them a chance here at international level because i know he spoke about that quite a lot that you know i need to see them at this level to see can they cope with it
2: yeah and i think um you know when, when a young player gets backed like that in the vast majority of cases i think they, they rise up to it as opposed to shrink away i mean there are obviously instances and we've all seen it in the past where where new young players or, or first timers coming in getting capped do have nervous starts and that's entirely normal but in this group they seem to come in into a quite a seamless environment where they're very much integrated very quickly and uh, even the likes of jack crowley coming on today uh, his his touch kicking was superb his his convert first kick in international rugby from the state uh, from the touch line in a full stadium and he na- nails it so Again, um, yeah, there's a risk, I suppose, associated with bringing in these kids or, or young players, for want of a better word, but fortune favours the brave. I think uh, this Farrell management group are brave um, and they are. They do embrace risk at times and I think they're being rewarded for it.
1: And as you mentioned, Jack Crowley there, so he came on for Joey Carberry. He went off, there was a high tackle on him that actually resulted in a red card. So... Just to talk about the game a little bit in that second half in particular Fiji were down to, to 14 men they were down to 13 men for a period of time I don't know Ireland weren't as I suppose clinical as they could have been?
2: Yeah I, I certainly with the scoreline at about 28-17 uh, and Fiji down to 13 men it looked like possibly it was going to be one of those days where we rack up 50 points, but to Fiji's credit, they held possession for the vast majority of that 10 minutes. They were down to 13 men. They they were very industrious, very non. I suppose there's lots of stereotypes describing the Fijian play, and industrious isn't the word that you you tend to use. They 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 stuck the ball up the jumper, and they were very pragmatic in that period, um, and all credit to them for that because it could have it could have gone away from them with 13 men for sure, but. They were resilient um, and really we only we only just scraped away uh i suppose at the lead then um with with the, the late try from uh Mac keen healy sorry it was mac hansen um obviously uh, we, we turned over from the scrum craig casey had a little snipe up the left a nice wide ball to, to hansen Um, who's who's the second winger to score on the day with Balakun's try in the first half. But then Healy got, I suppose, a try that was more workman-like again, just crashing over from close. But yeah, we didn't run away with it. Um, We didn't look like we were going to run away with it. I think that's probably more to do with Fiji and giving them a little bit of credit as opposed to Ireland slacking off.
1: And Joey Kirby, how do you think he got on? He went off, as we said, early in that second, second half. It's his first start since the Six Nations against Italy in February.
2: Yeah, I think for Joey, it's it's he did very well. I think he, he didn't have any starring or, or shining outstanding moments, but very often as an out-half, um, I'd often equate that to maybe if, he, if a good referee gets through a game, you don't notice the, the referee as much. A good out-half gets through a game, you don't necessarily notice him because the team is working on, on high-functioning all around him. He included players very well around him. He varied points of attack um, he, did, he varied his kicking game a little bit I, I was critical, he had a nameless uh, kick from deep early on it was quite dangerous and didn't come off but um, other than that, that was the only blot on the copybook he, he, uh, he had an excellent run and delighted to see him uh, upright and laughing after the game because that was a heavy contact, shoulder to the face uh, to Asui was the, the the flank forward from Fiji who did it, and it was a reckless challenge. Um, it was nice to see Carby jog off, and that was obviously precautionary. For, from from uh, from that point of view, it didn't look like any kind of injury or concussion. So that was great to see.
1: And how important is it for him to be getting this game time? You know, ahead of the Six Nations, ahead of the World Cup.
2: Yeah, I mean, it is. It's it's important for his confidence. Um, I think he's he's had such a difficult couple of years. Um, I I would love to see him probably be a bit more of an attacking threat because I think that's in his nature. I think, um, I've referenced before, I think his first European start for Leinster as an out-half against Montpellier. I covered it for News Talk about five, six years ago. He he beat 11 defenders in one half and it was his first start. At that stage, he was really on the crest of a wave in terms of youthful exuberance and taking risks and uh, now I suppose he's a bit more battle hardened and he's been through some grim injuries and um, his game's become a bit more conservative and I I can understand why but I'd love to see him flourish a bit more in terms of his own running capacity be more of a threat and I think he can balance that nicely with I suppose his improved overall game management his improved kicking um, and it's just great to see a player of his caliber staying relatively injury free for a period of time and hopefully that lasts for him and he gets a good run into the six nations
1: and it's two wins from two now out of the autumn international series australia next week how important is it i suppose to get three wins out of three to kick on now to to look forward to the six nations
2: um i'm not so sure they're gonna i mean obviously success breeds success confidence i don't think it's a huge problem if we don't get a win against australia In, in fact from from um managing expectations and dampening down expenta- expectations it might do no harm um without sounding stupid or pe- pessimistic i mean when you that would be 12 13 wins in a row and aviva then you'd be going into to a six nations or a last six nations before a world cup sometimes a little loss sprinkled in here and there it doesn't hurt but um no i'm sure they're, they're obviously not going to think that way themselves as a group but I, I don't think it's the end of the world if If we don't get the win next week, I think what is important is that we get, I think, um, the right players' exposure, time on the field, um, preparation, I suppose. You you know, preparation for Six Nations is important, but it's a one-off test against Australia, and uh, lots of people look at it just in that light. But I think uh, an injury-free test would be nice, and we don't get any serious injuries going into the Six Nations. Um, Good performance, and maybe... Who knows? Maybe an opportunity for, for one or two selections, maybe out of left field again from Farrell to just build a, continue to build that strength and depth.
1: We're always talking about the strength and depth when we talk about this team. Is this the strongest Ireland team you've seen?
2: Uh, I actually, yeah, I believe it is. I believe um, because of their versatility, because of their strength and depth, because they're unpredictable and um, they can play different styles of rugby. They can play close, uh, ugly rugby. They can play beautiful rugby. Um, They've a great attitude. They've a great defence. They've a great work rate. Their coaching team is... I heard Will Greenwood on during the week. uh, It was an interesting insight, saying if you're going to pick a fight with any coaching team, you wouldn't pick it with the Irish team. They're they're a hardy bunch, and they've all been through a lot as players and, and hugely experienced and successful players. And I think they're bringing that... Playing experience and allowing that come into the group, um, they're a battle-hardened group, and they've a nice mix of youth and experience. There's there's really there's almost nothing there to criticise at the moment, and uh, and that's fine. Uh, it's nice to be in that kind of positive mind frame, and and even today. Uh, when the game became stale, you see the feel-good factor in Irish rugby. There was a, looked like a record Mexican wave at one stage. It just kept going and going, and <laughs> the crowd were the crowd were loud and boisterous. And uh, that's just a signal of, of um, I suppose how happy Irish people are with the team at the moment, and, and they deserve all the plaudits they're getting. Brilliant, Andy. thanks so much. Thanks,
1: a minute. Hi, Keen. Ashton here from Off the Ball. How are you?
0: Yeah, good. How are you?
1: Good. Congratulations. Do you think this is something really positive within this Ireland management that they're giving players an opportunity?
0: Yeah. Like I think it's. Um, I think in fairness, they reward performances, and I think um, if you're consistently training well and playing well, you'll, you'll get an opportunity. And I was just, I was lucky, one of the lucky few to get a first half this, uh, this week, and it's been incredible. To be honest, there wasn't. We didn't do much of a review yet. We'll, we'll, we'll get to that on Monday. Um, But, like, we were probably disappointed with elements and how scrappy we let the game get. Um, And, like, even with them down to 13 men, we still allowed them to to throw the ball around loosely. And um, that probably just wasn't the game we wanted to play. And we felt like we could have stamped our authority on the game a little bit more.
1: And what was it like for you? Was there nerves, excitement?
0: um it's it's pretty surreal to be honest like it'll take a, a while to, to really sink in Um it's just been a, a kind of a whirlwind of a week it's kind of just it was monday and i blinked and now all of a sudden i'm here now so it's uh it's been mad but it, it's been um totally enjoyable probably every emotion you could think of like the in the last couple of days like there's been nerves there's been excitement there's been fear there's been there's been a uh, nerdy crying like there's been laughing it's it's been incredible like it's it's Been a bit of a whirlwind as I said before like I I can't really describe how I felt and then coming on like it was just kind of like on Monday I blinked and then all of a sudden I'm here now so it's been it's been crazy
1: and you're trying to manage all those emotions and then you probably have friends and family texting ringing coming to see you knowing that you're in the squad
0: yeah, exactly. Like it's um, it's kind of to ha- like it, it is a challenge, but like it, in fairness, everyone's been really good to me, helping me out and trying to make my job as easy as possible within the group. So it's it's been easy. It's been really competitive. Like in camp, um, in camp, it's kind of uh, Faz made the point that it's it's not going to be easy to get a cap, and he's not just going to hand out caps for the sake of it and, it. and and like just to just to get the opportunity, and then to do it in front of a, a soul out of Eva and have. Friends, family, and coming down to watch the game—it's just been incredible.
1: And was this always the dream and goal to play for Ireland?
0: Oh yeah, like when I when I started taking my rugby seriously, when I was about thirteen in Newbridge College, it was always a dream. Um, Like you see, you see people in Newbridge College that had represented Ireland, and you said like, why can't I be one of them? And it'd be so special to be one of them. And then I saw Jimmy last week play and it was just maybe even hunger to play because you know it's it's so special and it's it's so special for, for the community as well to say they have someone that has been capped by Ireland look it's a, it's a really competitive uh, back row slash second row um, like area on our team and it just um, it just be the best team that it can be for next week and let the lads finish the series on a high
1: Brilliant Keen. thanks so much
3: No worries thank you
1: Hi, Jeremy Ashling here from Off The Ball. Congratulations. Hi.
3: Cheers. Thank you.
1: Could you talk to us a little bit about when Andy told you that you would be starting, what that was like?
3: Yeah, so we were sitting in the, the meeting and the team went up and I just couldn't believe it. I, you know, as I said earlier, it's just something you dream about so much as a kid. And to see my name there in the starting role was just... kind of took me off guard. And I, can't even, I couldn't even remember the rest of the team and he was speaking to me and I was listening to him and, I, and not till we went out to train and that I could see the rest of the team. I was like, okay, that's who, who's around me. Um, it was incredible, like just unforgettable moment. I can't really put it into words how special it was. I was lucky enough to have my girlfriend there and my sister, so it meant so much. And then my parents, unfortunately couldn't make it over from the States, but I know they are watching. Um, so it was an incredibly special day for myself and also my family. So that was really good. It was super physical. Um, there was quite like there's a lot of set piece good scrum battle we went to the mall quite a lot um thought we got good purchase off that so definitely you could just see it was physical they're huge men as well very powerful um especially up front so that was a, it was a great test it was such an amazing day such something that you look forward to and dream about so much from when you're a young kid and you know it's been a long long journey and to get that and then just the confidence it builds in yourself, and the drive to do it again, and to f- have that feeling again, and to do that w- is incredible. I could feel it straight away after. I was just like, I'd love this again now. I, I don't want to make it a one cap thing. I want to keep driving on and getting better and better every game.
1: And special because I'm sure it, it it was an aim, it was a goal to to play for Ireland, and now it, it's happened. So for you, for your family, for your friends, your girlfriend you mentioned. Who was your first call you made when you when you heard the news?
3: i straight on i text the family group chat and uh, my girlfriend just to let them know and they were non-stop ringing me i think they forgot that i had another full day of training there they, they were so happy for me they just wanted to call and talk and stuff so i had to go listen i'll call you back at the end of the day i have a few bits still to do here but uh it was incredible to be able to, to say that to them and i know how special it was and how much it meant to them
1: and just speaking to Kim prendergast there i was just asking him about the environment of the squad And I suppose how Andy Farrell is is giving players this opportunity, you know, to to play for your country with the emerging Ireland team as well has been um, so pivotal and all that too. I suppose for you, do you feel that within the squad that there there is opportunities there?
3: Definitely. Like we say, like, you know, it's about putting yourself forward and showing everyone else Like we're such a close team. Like you got to prove to the lads around you, prove to the coaches that you should be there. And I think those, for us, lads on the fringe those games and those experiences with the Emerging Ireland and the Maori games and the New Zealand A game are just invaluable to show everyone that what you can do in those big games and then when you do get your time you've had that experience you've had that and you got to then just just take take your chance and give everything you got
1: brilliant Jeremy thanks so much
4: like always, as, as we should be, any any test match win, it is, is should be celebrated, especially when you've got three lads making the debut and tied captain in the side for the first time. So um, delighted that they're able to celebrate in the proper way with the families, etc. You know, on such a momentous occasion for, for them. But um, for, for us, as far as the, the performance is concerned, pretty underwhelming. Um, um, yeah, I, I suppose when you... When you look back and you analyse a performance like that, you'll get plenty of earnings out of it. Um, but uh, for for Fiji, being down to 13 men, obviously with a red card and a couple of yellow cards, and you know the the penalty count being 14-10 in our favour, we we should have been a lot more clinical than than, than we were. and I think that's the moral of the story. Really, we we got into the 22. Uh, time and time again, and yes, because of illegalities or stops our nature, we lost our floor, etc., but we wasn't clinical enough uh, by any stretch of the imagination.
0: We obviously made changes, it was early early kick-off, but I presume there were not really excuses.
4: No, no excuse whatsoever, because we're a squad and we've all been in camp the, 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 the same length of time and we're all learning together, and yeah, no, there's there's, there's no excuses there in that regard. Um, we've, we've been pretty good of late, starting starting well and our start obviously wasn't the best and um, you know, you fast forward to the last play of the game, was kicking the ball out against 14 men uh, with the scrum, uh, ready to play when the game's already won, probably sums the game up. Uh, how
2: was Robbie Henshaw? Was it his hamstring again?
4: And- yeah, it is. He felt his hamstring. Um, he doesn't feel like um, anything was too serious. He felt like he um, uh, precautionally came off in time to, to to make sure that it's he's not done any more damage. So we'll just see how it is tomorrow. And what about Joey and Jimmy. Uh, Joey and Jimmy will obviously go through the protocols, but uh, they seem fine in, in in themselves in the dressing room. Yeah,
0: just finding for me is Bondi back in the mix for next week. Is he, he's good to play? Yeah, yeah,
4: he's good to play. He's been in camp the whole time.
3: You
5: find it great? Different, yeah, it's definitely different. There's probably stuff added to your prep that's um, just a little bit different, you know. But I've enjoyed it, um, it's a massive privilege for me um, to get to represent the group on that level. And um, thanks to the boss man, I suppose, for giving me the chance. You know, not many people get to do it. The, how did
0: the, out there because obviously
5: they got it, that great try at the like, start and, and got a bit of a run on you yeah, and then just you know, of course we would try but things just never seem to take up flow for in this way it has in the past yeah stop start I think Andy said it there it's we never really got going and I know there was a lot of penalties and we kicked them all the lot maybe that's something to do we never launched a massive amount but um, it just felt a little bit stop start and as I said didn't get into our flow where we could play uh, multi-phase,
4: really. I thought he, he thought he was good. Yeah, I thought he, he looked like he, he uh, he'd have been a presence out there. You know, he, he, he he's certainly not a shrinking violent. You know, he's um, he backs himself, and his first kick into the corner, like, you know, straight, straight into the five meter was was a big test for him as far as his, his character, and he, he, he nailed that, and he'd won that. Went dead. Um, obviously, that that was brought back, but he was in the game. You know, he was he was next moment focused, and um, you know his communication is very good, and he's, uh, he's he's a good start for him. I it
1: seemed like in the first few minutes it
5: was quite loose, and then you really tightened things up. Was that something from a captain's point of view that you maybe changed things up for? Not really. Um, we definitely tried to start loose you know what I mean we wanted to start well and it was disappointing from that point of view that they better so easily around the edge you know so um, something we need to work on really he started to find
1: a rhythm then Tim and he got two tries and he up a command
4: patch. yeah um, it's, it's great you know we we're obviously when when people get a chance we're always going to judge performances you know but uh, performances uh, uh, um uh, the balance of, of judging people is, is difficult enough when the, the continuity is not there as a team, you know? And uh, the game just never got going for certain people and, and certain people he did and Nick was able to get on, get on the end of a couple of tries there and fair play to him uh, for that. But, um, yeah, I just thought the game was stop start and he never really got going. Um, you know uh, you, you have plans in your head of when people should come off for next week etc but uh, i don't think that really came into in, into uh, into focus for us because the game was so slow and stopped starting i think um all credit to fiji for for hanging on in there but we um, we we contributed to our, our performance in a uh, lack of performance in that way because of yes know uh, penalties from them in regards to mall and yellow cards etc but then we back it up with an offside uh, you know uh, a couple in a row and um, being in front of the kicker etc so we're we're we're, um, we're disappointed we're disappointed with the with the outcome of the game you know that the, the win is 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 always special in, in, in Irish shirt, but the, the the manner of the win is something that we'll um, we'll assess and, and make sure that we get to the bottom of.
5: Tiger Australia be a wounded animal coming here next week. Uh, yeah, I just saw the result um, when we came off the pitch, so um, I would suspect they are. You know, they're a very proud nation, proud rugby nation, and um, I'm sure they'll be coming, um, all guns blazing next week.
4: How are you how are you fix the bodies wise andy can you give us any insights into that for next week uh, yeah well i'm 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 um, as curious as you are to get back into work on on sunday night and and, and see how that is the, the the reality is is that the the bodies um that were that were missing this week um haven't trained with us at all you know because the the nursing uh, different injuries coming back into um coming back into camp on sunday night is gonna and how uh, things um, uh, flow from Monday morning is is going to be interesting for us all this week. I Andy, mean, can I just check? It? Is
0: Peter
3: Marnie included in because he wasn't? Mentioned. No, no,
4: Peter's fine. He's fine. yeah. fine. Was Piper a bit of treatment a couple of times on second halves? Was that a bit of a concern? Or? Uh, no, no, he just got winded. That's all. He got. A, it was a, it was a, a lateish um, um, uh, tackle from him. Just got, he, he just got winded. He's fine. Yeah. How, how did you feel Stuart <laughs> McClaskey went to meet
0: of people would have, would have assumed maybe
4: Bundy's back now. Get back into the team. I'm sure class he's gone pretty well. I think he's maybe forced the issue, but yeah, it's great. All, we, all he's wanted is a bit of time, you know. So we'll we'll sit down uh, with Stu and uh, assess his game and and see where where he feels he's at. But um, last week he, he he did pretty well um, for for the time that he was on the field, and he had some nice little touches there today. So. Again, with, with the injuries etc, uh, as far as selection is concerned, we'll, we'll dust ourselves mm-hmm. down and see, uh, see what the best side is for us to, to select next week.
2: And the Verne Cotter was questioning whether that was a red card or not, what was your take on,
4: on that? Well, I don't know. Um, you know, the, the, the way that the game is uh, these days, um, a shoulder anywhere near the, the, the neck or head and you're into that type of territory, you know, so um, really, I'm, I'm sure that um, when people see it in the cold light of day it might be a little bit different but um, the reality is when they slowed it down on, on, the, on, the, on, the, on the camera um, there, was a, there was a bit of contact there to, to the chin so um, the, the officials had to act accordingly.